Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 108 of Connectivity. I'm Scott Thompson. We have three segments for you this week. Uh, kicking the show off, Don, myself, and Neil talk about We Party You and how it's actually a very good party game. After that, myself and Neil do This Week in Nintendo, where we break down all of the uh, digital releases coming out on the 3DS and the Wii U. And after that, Josh, Kim, and Becky return with another installment of Name That Pokemon. Enjoy. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this segment all about We Party You. Uh, I'm Scott Thompson. Uh, today, I'm with Don Koopman. Hello, hello. <laughs> Who sounds like it's 3.30 in the morning. <laughs> yeah, that's that's completely accurate. <laughs> and Neil Ronahan. Hi, I'm talking like it's 9.30 at night. <laughs> Equal energy. Yeah. Um, maybe I have a little more, but no. Yeah, maybe a smidge. <laughs> so we have all played We Party You. Yes. Um, yes. Don, Don reviewed it for Nintendo World Report. Uh, Neil, we, we got an extra copy, so so Neil has it and is, is playing it to do some features and things like that. And, and just to, you know, have a, have a good party, you know. Uh, yeah, just have I, I made some nachos. Well, my wife made some nachos last night. I won't take credit for that. Hey, this, this is even a party because three is a magic number. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. And then uh, and then I reviewed it for IGN, so we've all womp, played womp. it. <laughs> did you say womp womp? Yeah, I did say womp womp. Like a sad sound effect or no, a happy sound no, effect? Like, a, like raise the roof. Oh, okay. You know, that sort of thing. <laughs> um, and, yeah, so we, we've all been playing it. So we're going to talk a little bit about the game because, I mean, I guess, you know, I, I haven't played it at any, like, preview event or, you know, E3 or anything like that. And, Neil, I know you have, and you've always I've, been I've pretty much of... had a massive on for uh, the baseball. Um, I, I, I've been to six events last year. I played it at every single event. Yeah, I think, I think, uh... Well, yeah, because I played it at E3, and then there were two New York events that I went to. And at both of the New York events, um, for, for people that frequent uh, the New York area, you will know that there is a Nintendo World Store. And Nintendo's been doing this pretty fun thing where, uh, for press events, they will have a, uh, a Wii U happy hour, where they shut down the second floor of the Nintendo World Store and serve booze and appetizers. So pretty much my experiences with this game is going there with, like, Jared Rosenberg and Justin Baruby and uh, drinking some beer and then playing baseball or foosball against them to when it gets to a point where I either lose or what win. The is, what the hell is foosball? And then I'm in mild, drunken fashion just being like, yeah, what up now? Don, what did you say? Did you say what is foosball? Yeah, what is foosball? Do you guys not have foosball? Well, I like think, in... I think it's, it's, uh, it's football everything for you guys. Called, everything is called football. There's no... Difference there. I do not know the origin of the word foosball, but basically that is that is the American way of, of saying ah, the, okay. the football okay. game there. Um, I Weird. think it, it, it might be a brand. It might be one of those things. I'm not I'm not 100 percent sure. I might yeah. during okay. a lull I might look that up. Oh yeah. So what do they they just call that game football? They just call table football. Oh, interesting. Um, but yeah. So Neil, you, I mean, pretty much whenever this game came up, you were kind of like like. Kind of don't sleep on it, you know. Like, like this is this is a yeah, good especially game. in juxtaposition. Uh, well, I guess the first time I played this game would have been at E3, and that was, I think, right after. No, I guess it might have been right before, right around the time that I first played this game. I also played Game and Wario, the final version, uh, and yeah. I that's one of. I guess I wasn't expecting that much from it, but it was just something that there was a little fun to be had with Game and Wario. But I felt like I experienced the entire game within about an hour and a half. And didn't feel any urge to ever play it again. The, 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 weird, the weird thing compares to you guys, I really loved Game and Wario. 
Well, yeah. I had some problems with it, but I played. Yeah, because my... I know you you played it to unlock all the all the egg things. Yeah, I, I, I still play it because the 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 multiplayer modes my family finds really really fun. I did really like the the Pictionary thing that they had there. That was that was incredible. Our our, our yeah. favorite is Iceland's actually. Oh really? Yeah, I really like the Pictionary too. But so, but yeah, Neil, so you've always been so high in it, and you know, it comes packed with the Wii remote. So instantly, I was kind of getting these these visions of um Wii Play, which which while not necessarily bad, just there really wasn't much depth to it. I mean, it, you could tell it was basically a ten dollar game. I mean, when you take out the remote, you know, it just a few mini games, and 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 that was it. And, and I didn't play much of it after you know this first. Yeah, game, I mean, like for Wii Play, it was the kind of thing. Where you'd play through it once, and you'd be like, "Oh, those were fun." Maybe you went back and like played like the duck hunt kind of thing. Yeah, I played a little bit was... of the air hockey with people, but for the most part, I didn't really go back to it. Right, it didn't have the lasting power like Wii Sports did. Um, but this, I mean, considering it's packed in, it's fifty dollars, and the remote's only forty, so it's another thing where it's you're basically getting a game for ten dollars. Is is really like a full fleshed out party game. I mean, there's there's a lot of different things to do. Yeah, so going back to a point. Uh, the original Wii Party also did this uh, with her Pack 3 remote. So. Oh, was it packaged with the Wii Remote too? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Original Wii Remote, or did it use Wii Remote Plus? I think. Wasn't it the. This, no, one, this th- one doesn't even use Emotion Plus in any way, right? Uh, yeah, I think that the, the, the original one was just packed with a regular Wii Remote. Yeah, like, I mean, Wii Party U, it does come with a Wii Remote Plus, but I don't yeah. think it, it makes use of that in any game. You know, no, I guess I never, no. I guess I never tested that because I, all I have are, are Wii Remote Pluses at this point that I use. I mean, yeah, I was using, I was away. using one OG Wii Remote when I was Okay, and it was totally and, and fine. Huh. I just, it didn't even dawn on me until right now that I'm like, wait a minute. I assumed I had to use them since it comes packaged with one, but I guess at this point you can't, you can't buy a new. Yeah. I, I, I didn't have that experience totally with this game because I just got a download code from Nintendo of Europe. Oh wow, you? and it's not even in the eShop. Yeah, that's interesting. Whoa. <laughs> That's that's really bizarre. Don's actually. Wii U is is super rare now. Yeah, yeah. I, I have a five and a half gig download of Wii Party U, always installed on my hard drive. Um. So let, let's talk a little bit about Wii Party U and what what kind of makes it stand out so much because because I, we do all have positive feelings. Well, about well. It. First off, uh, foosball is a loose transliteration of the German word, uh, you know, football. But it's like a, you know, there's some sort of weird letter. Ah, uh, okay. I guess, I guess some uh, way the, that the, the Germans wrinkle, the say wrinkle food. S. The yeah, wrinkle S yeah, that, that's yeah. what it is. Well, there we go. Mystery solved. Hmm. Um, so there, there's a few different ways to play Wii Party U. I, I think probably the most substantial, at least for me, are is um, like TV TV Party, which are it's basically like a uh, like Mario Party. Uh, but they all have like, like their a own board little... game. Like Spin, which is great, yeah. Like, like for the most part, the Mario Party games, it, it's the same core concept, just spread across like different backdrops. But here, each board has different objectives and feels different. And then at some point, you kind of lose. There's not really boards at all. Like, there's the weird soccer one that's kind of like poker, yeah. um, which which is a lot of fun. Um, but I mean, really, there's no board game whatsoever. It, it's kind of like this. Yeah, it, it's like playing poker. Well. I- the, again, the original Wii Party was also kind of like this, where you had like two boards, and the rest were kind of like different sort of activities. There was like this uh, this um, jackpot one, and there was a bingo one in the original. I think the two that kind of stand out for me are uh, the Baldozer, uh, which is like uh, for people that I guess I always see them in arcades and stuff like that, where it's kind of like a 
where they have all the quarters laid out and you need to drop a quarter yeah. to try to push stuff off. Uh, in this game, it's actually possible to push things off. But I like that because it is, I mean, it's it's a very kind of, I think it's one of the quicker of the, the five it options is. that you yeah. have. And it's just fun because you, I mean, you just have the mini games and then each person goes. And then there is, I mean, there's some skill to it, but there is also a little bit of like a, I don't know, I think the physics are a little wonky sometimes where you're like, come on, why isn't that one moving? Yeah, the 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 the, the fun. Yeah, the, 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 like what I like so much about that one is it it can be so sadistic because you can win a mini game and be very good at the mini games, but in the at the end game you can yeah. still completely lose your shit by just losing by a few yep. balls. Like we were playing it, uh, uh, Lauren and I were playing with a friend last night, and he, <laughs> I think he might have gotten second place in one of the mini games, and that was it. Um, and Lauren won a lot of it, and I did too, and it was basically like we were kicking the crap out of him until the last one he got one of the bonuses, and then just like beat us by like 30 points. Yeah, that's <laughs> just like, Well, yeah, like he had like 35 points, and Lauren and I had like 7 and 8. Yeah. <laughs> um, I also like uh, Gamepad Island. Uh, that was just kind of neat because of the way, the kind of weird way that it progresses is that there aren't really, there are there are a few mini-games that pop up while you're playing, but for the most part, you're just kind of, it's more of like a board game where you have these unique mini-games that each person does to choose how they move, Yeah. Um, which start off like one's just a simple die roll, and then it gets way more convoluted, where it's like, you need to hold the, point the gamepad towards the screen, and then listen to uh, water pouring, and then guessing when it stops to see when you yeah, go. Yeah, that was really good, yeah. And like the, the, like... Yeah, the balloon that blows up as well was another ridiculous one. And then you have these kind of challenges at different points where you need to have the gamepad facing the screen, and you need to like trace a line on the gamepad. And it's just really, you know, it's a good it's a good crowd game. Definitely. Uh, what I what I like about that one is when like people are far apart from one another in like the game, um, the gamepad mini games where you decide to roll the dice. Um, become easier for people who are standing away at the back, um, which gives them a chance to redeem themselves and come back into the race. Yeah, I agree. Well, the game the game does a lot of that in in most of the um the game board or the board game modes. You know, it's kind of got that like Mario Kart kind of feel where at any point whoever's in last can land on a specific space or who's in first can land on a specific space and all of a sudden like you you switch positions or you get sent back like thirty spaces or up thirty spaces. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that um, that ties in directly to highway rollers. Yeah, uh, where you yes. have that you have that last place boost that uh, helped yeah. everyone else except for me when I was playing it the other night. <laughs> um, I wound up, I think I had like a hundred and five spaces to go when everyone else was right near the end. Um, I do like that one, especially because of how ridiculous it looks when your your me is rolling ten die, and you know we kind of like you shake the Wii remote, and more you shake it, yeah, like, you start shaking and glowing, and you just have these yeah. ten die. Just going all you, around you. You, you, me almost screams out in fear. It's like, oh my god, I'm yeah. holding ten die in my hand. <laughs> I like too because it puts a lot of emphasis on doing well in the mini games. I mean, like in Mario Party, there's you know you get more coins if you if you do better, but that doesn't always equate to success necessarily. Yeah. But I feel like here you, it's a, a very noticeable advantage to when you um when you do better in the mini games across all the board games. Well, um, I had a fantastic. Okay, this is going to be pretty hilarious. So I was almost at the end, and my friend of mine was like 70 spots away. Um, and you can still play this with two perfectly because you can shape it a little bit more. Um, but so he was like 70 spaces away from me. So I 
I said, yeah, this is a pretty solid victory. And then I landed on the on the boost space, on the last place boost space. And he got the the UFO one and landed right next to me towards the end, and he won. Well, that's what happened to me when I was playing uh, Gamepad Island. When I kept on, uh, I, I was right near the end, and I would kept, keep on landing on the UFO that was right there and then go back. And then eventually someone else got there before me. Yeah, or, you know, there's, like, gates where it's like, well, now you're at this wall where you have to roll a certain number of uh, of dice or something, or you have to get an odd number or something to progress, and so there's a lot of that. So it keeps a good balance, and I find that, that that's great when you're playing with friends, but anytime I introduce, like, an AI enemy into the game, it was a lot less fun for me. Yep. Well, that's the good thing is that I think with all of them, you can just make it so it's, like, three people playing or something like that. Right, you don't have to use the AI. Yeah. You can use two people and three, three people or whatever you like. And I never used AI to begin with because I don't think that's really suited for me. I feel that if you play a party game, you don't need to have an AI involved because it isn't as fun. No, because it's not fun to compete against them because you just feel like they're, like, cheating. <laughs> you know? Well, you, well, you can set the as... difficulty, and I usually set them to... Um, like the the medium difficulty, and I usually do well against them, but it's I feel it's more pleasant to do it in like with real people. Right. Yeah. No. I agree. But yeah. So the board games. So there's just a lot of variety, which surprised me right, across all five boards, and I, I like all of them like independently. I don't really think there's a bad game uh, in TV Party, just depending on how much time you have to play. Like the uh, the Me Fashion Plaza probably takes the longest, I would say. Um, but I, I do really enjoy it, especially when you are playing with a big group of people, because it becomes so heated when you're, like, actively stealing clothing from people before they can, like, check in at the plaza and get their points. I mean, for this one, basically, it's kind of like a, like a game of Monopoly, where you're walking around a board, and you land on spaces, and you get pieces of clothing, and you get more points if you match clothing and, like, the same theme. It kind of reminds me of the Mario Party e-reader game that I was playing oh, really? uh, last month, because that's all about, uh... You're basically going around a board trying to get your superstar outfit, which consists of uh, a hat, clothes, and shoes. And eventually the game just gets to the point where you're all trying to compete to get the complete outfit, and you're just stealing each other's clothes. Yeah, and that's what happens in this a lot. And I, I think yeah. it's a lot of fun. It's slower, but I, I think it's a lot of fun. Um, so, yeah, but uh, if the board games aren't really your thing, you can actually play a minigame mode that gets rid of the board game altogether. And what I liked about this mode, the minigame mode, is I kind of expected to go to it, and then I thought it would just be like a list of every minigame you've played so well, far. Well, it does have that. Just... Well, it has well, everyone. It... Yeah, you don't even have to unlock them. It does have that, but it has more than just that. Like, I expected, like, oh, here you can just pick a minigame and play it, but they actually set up some game modes that make it kind of fun, random, and, and try uh, to involve I like a little bridge bit more. burners a lot. Yeah, bridge I like, burners I like bridge burners a lot, but the, the, the other problem with this is, is that this was also available in Mario Party 9 and Original Wii Party. And I find the variety of ways you could play those minigames way more interesting than how they presented them here. Um, because basically, you had Bridge Burners and then two pretty much straight up tournament modes, and then you had the free play, free play option. And free play option was also an original. And those other ones weren't, in comparison to the previous games that Endicube made, weren't that fun. Yeah, I don't know. I guess I guess not knowing what other the others have had doesn't need, makes me you know it doesn't like hurt my opinion of of this one because yeah. I did think the the bridge burners is a lot of fun and even the um did you guys unlock the what is it spot spot the sneak or something I, I unlocked it I haven't played it yet I think it's just like I think if you just played the game for a little while I don't I don't even know how you did it unlock that thing 
I don't know. It just I I knew it was something you could unlock because it specifically says in the embargo direct, like instructions not to talk about it, which I thought was kind of weird. Um, because it's not, I mean it's not like it's something really amazing. Yeah, because it's fun. Is that the thing from the original? Is that the one where you're like hiding the Wii remotes or something? Or no, in this what it does is um, so you put you play random mini games with you know with four people and one person's trying to be like shitty. Well, yeah, before the game, one per everyone's Wii remote shake. Except for one person, and if your Wii remote didn't shake, then you, then you're like you're the sneak. And so during the game, you can hold B on the Wii remote. It's usually B. It, it's one button, and basically it lets you kind of like cheat. So yeah. like if it let's say it's the game where you have to like you know where one of the Mies holds up a sign like A, and then you have to press any button that isn't A. Basically, you just hit B, and then you just hit B every time, and you'll win. So the the trick is to. And you want to win the games. You get points for winning the game. So the trick is to use it well enough to win the game, but not too much that everyone can tell that you're cheating. Yeah. Because after the game, you pick who you think the sneak was. And, if, sweet people, and cool. if people pick you, if they knew you That's were the sneak, then awesome. you, you lose points and they get points. But if no one picks you or they pick the wrong person, then you get extra points. That's and it's great. a lot it's a lot of fun. But yeah, I don't know how soon. I unlocked it. I was just playing I don't know if you have to play for so many hours. I don't know if you have to like play everything once. I, I yeah. really don't know. But Yeah, I don't know. I know uh well, because Lauren played it a lot when I was away over the weekend. So I'm not sure exactly. I think I feel that 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 the way that it's locked in, I feel that's pretty dumb. Yeah, I don't really yeah. understand why it's hidden. Because I thought maybe you had to like play through everything in um in the mini games mode, like even like all the single player dojos and stuff. So I kind of did some of that, but I never finished all the dojo stuff. And then Tabby and I were playing something in TV Party. I think the um the one we were talking about where you drop the balls and everything, balldozer. And then all of a sudden after our game, it was just like you've unlocked spot the sneak or whatever it's called. And yeah, maybe like, it oh, is okay. an hour like uh probably. Tie, tie I, I played a lot. Friday night when my friends were over because I knew that was going to be my chance to really get like a lot of four player yeah. games in. So I I do have to express uh, my disappointment that tabletop tournament is random tabletop games and you can't like do a tournament of baseball of just baseball. Because I know baseball is the shit. Yeah, let's let's go ahead and jump to that. We'll save house party for last then since we've introduced this. So tabletop is interesting in that it uh, well I guess the mode is technically called what like game pad game party. Pad party. I think. Um, so in this, you don't use the TV at all, and everything takes place on the gamepad, typically sitting between, like, you and another person. Um, and there's, there's a few, like, what, there's a, there's the foosball, there's baseball, I think there's, like, what, there's a couple There is, games. I have the list brought up. Uh, okay, There's tabletop ahead. baseball, tabletop foosball, there's me in a row, which is kind of like this weird, like, checkers connect four. Uh, tabletop gauntlet, which I, I actually haven't played in the final game, I played that at a demo, and that, I didn't like that too much, because it. It's broken up into segments, and it wasn't that fun. Uh, they just have they have a bunch of just mini games. Animal matchup is concentration, and puzzle blockade is this kind of weird little puzzle thing. With, with um, I, I want to quickly mention with um, Gauntlet that you actually unlock a mode later where you can play one ball for the entire course. Oh, good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because I I thought that was slow and laborious when I first played it. Yeah. So you just but, need to play all both stages once, and you're locked at that right. instantly. But baseball is amazing. Um, I was gonna say nothing even matters because yeah. baseball is so great. I mean, for people who haven't seen it before, uh, so you have it where you know one person's on each side of the uh, the gamepad, and you're only con- using an analog stick. So the batter basically just pulls the analog stick back, and then releases it to hit. Uh, 
the pitcher, once again, pulls the analog stick back and releases it to pitch. With hitting, it is kind of mostly just timing-based, but there's a lot of mind games that go along with it, because when you're pitching, you can, you know, just flick it and fire it right away. You can kind of hold it back. You can gently let it go. Um, you can have it angled left or right. Um, there's a lot of, like, minutia to how you pitch in the game. Right. And it really does just become, like, like a mind game. And, um, and swinging is important, too, because there's there's three spots on the board that are automatic outs. They're, like, little holes that your ball can fall yeah. in. So you need to, like... But if you get your ball all the way to the back, you'll get home runs, doubles, singles, and triples. Whereas if the ball just lands somewhere, uh, like on the field, you get it, you get a single. So you, you kind of want to get back there, but you have the risk of going through the three yeah. out spots. Um, so there is like a little bit of strategy too. And, and it, it, it's really impressive and it's so fast, so quick. And because it's on the gamepad, like it's just so simple to play. I love it. Like, <laughs> like it's so easy to just sit there and then like, oh my God, I've been playing this for 40 minutes. Like how, what happened? And it's so easy to just like, play a game and then jump right into the next one and just keep going. Yeah. Like, I, I feel like this is for sure going to have to happen at PAX this year. Yes. For sure. It's, it's the it's the game that kind of introduced me to, to Wii Party U, and I I played at every single event, and I still enjoy it, so it must be doing something right. And I think foosball, while not as good as baseball, I think foosball's still pretty fun, because once again, it's another one where very simple input, uh, you're just using the analog stick to move your foosball guys. Well, it's 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 a pretty accurate experience comparison to like a real table football table, um, which which I used to have as a little child. Um, so it's 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 just fun to play it with just analog with the analog stick and move your characters about a bit. Uh, for I yeah. wish that, for, for, for I wish there would be would be like on these old school sticks that you would move them in rows. It would be a bit more a bit more fun. But hey, it's it's alright. Yeah. yeah, that's all that is missing is that, like, extra level of movement. But it is. It's, it's fun. But to me, yeah, the, the standout is baseball. I mean, I think it's my favorite thing to do when we party you in general. Um, I, I kind of agree. I need to find more people to play. If only yeah, we could do online, great. Scott. For me, both of, for me, both of those. Um, because I'm a more football guy, but I like baseball a lot, too. Um, those two I usually is my pickup game when I got somebody yeah. over. Yeah, it's really fun. And it's so nice that you can then just, like... Like switch the TV over to something and like watch something in the background while you're doing it. You know, it's just it's a really really fun and, and neat game. Um, and then so let, let's talk house party then because I think it's I mean not that there's um I, I, I quickly want to talk about the few about the other things quickly. Oh yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Um, so I also played like a lot of um, what's a game called called again with the Mies and the, the Connect Four. Uh, me in a row. I mean, I play. I also played a lot of me in a row. Um, against friends because basically it's a very simple game where you have to make combinations of a head of of a body and legs, um, and then you make make combinations, score points. So it's an interesting twist on that thing. And that, but but the fun thing is that you then play these tabletop mini games, which are also in the game, um, which you also can play separately if you want to. Um, but you play those against one another, and if you if you win, then you get the wonderful thing of like completely screwing your friend over. Yeah, changing one of theirs into yours. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. and on the complete opposite of that is animal matchup, which is remembering like animal placements, like tiles on a field, and you have to work together in mini games, which is the complete opposite. And then you get to peek at the field and then do your best to score points together, which is also it's it's fun in its own right. It's it's not amazing, but I had a lot of fun with it. Yeah, 
Yeah, I'd say the rest of the games in there, like, I don't think there's any bad, bad games in there. Uh, it's just, like, varying degrees of, like, okay, this is kind of fun to mess around with a few times, and then the most amazing thing ever, which is baseball. <laughs> but, but, to, and, and that's how I feel about most of the game, really, except for House Party, where there are a few, like, fun games, but I, I feel like this is where you find a lot of, like, this is an interesting idea, but there's just not enough yeah. to really do with it. Like, I think Water Runners is the perfect example of that. Because, uh, one, it's a really ridiculous setup where it's like, put the Wii Remote, or the gamepad far away, and then use the Wii Remotes to basically be pitchers of water and pick up water from the gamepad and bring it to the TV. Like, I really I really like how it's all done, because it is like, you have to point at the, like, the, the sensor bar on the gamepad. And then pick up the water and then point at the sensor bar on the TV. But it's kind of almost like when you realize that, then the game becomes kind of dumb. Because you don't need to go back and forth. Right, which kind of breaks it. But I, I was excited about this one at first because I love that it uses real space. Um, you know, that, you, that it seems like you need to actually be really moving back and forth, which is great. I mean, so to kind of explain it for anyone who hasn't played, which is pretty much everyone who's listening to this at this point. So yeah, like Neil said, you, you set the gamepad like a certain, you know, it's got to be like, I don't know, it, it'd probably be good if you can get like 10 feet or so away from the TV, if not more. Um, and you take your remote, you put it over the gamepad, you kind of dip it down, and you fill up this pitcher with water. And then the idea is to like carefully walk towards the TV where you've got like your cup and to hold your Wii remote steady so you don't spill water. And then you pour it into your cup, you go back to the gamepad, and you go back and forth, so you fill up your cup. Um, but yeah, it, it's like, it's a really cool idea, and I love using real space in it. Um, but it just kind of, kind of simple, and, and that's it. I mean, there's no real variation on it. Um, the thing is with the party games, they're fun in the setup that you make it, I feel. When I did Water Runners, what we did with the gamepad, we put it way we put all the tables aside we put the the gamepad way in at the kitchen table which is on the completely other side of the house so people had to run back and forth from the television to the gamepad and hold the Wii remote right. still and if you have that kind of setup that's perfect like if you have that kind of space to do it i yeah. thought too it was fun like we started to kind of just like fuck around with each other like we were like kind of hitting each other's arms to kind of try to spill water out of our our ladles or our, as we were walking back and forth between the gamepad and the tv so our, our group made it kind of competitive too but i just thought there wasn't there wasn't really a ton there like i, I don't expect to be going well, back they're, too much they're, they're, host party games are pretty much somewhat bigger mini games yeah yeah i would say so yeah that's a good way to describe them um, what I do like is Name That Face. Name That Face is a classic. That was that was basically the the mini game that they kept on trumpeting, and they still are on Twitter. I saw. I mean, yeah, they do. Yeah, Bill yeah. is always like taking pictures every day. Um, Name That Face it wasn't that popular here, but I like it a lot. To me, it's like it it should be in a WarioWare game. Like it feels like it could have easily been in Game of Wario because it's kind of it's kind of like goofy and zany. Um, so for this one, basically, one person has a gamepad. And it shows them, like, a description of something going on. It's like, you're standing on the sun, uh, or you're about to sneeze, or something like that. And then you use the gamepad to take a selfie of yourself, uh, with your face trying to, like, portray that emotion of, of what's going on in the scene. And then everyone else sees your picture and sees four choices, and they have to guess what you're trying to depict with the picture of your face. Um, and it's like, it's silly, it's stupid, but it's, it's like, it's fun, it's simple, and it's, it's a good time. I, I, we had a lot of fun with it. Yeah. And I think Sketchy Situation is kind of in the same line. Um, that's where, uh, you have each, uh, from two to four players. Well, I guess, I guess I think it's three to four because 
I don't think the concept works with two. No, yeah, but I basically it's three to four. each person, uh, you know, you pass the Wii remote or, or the Wii gamepad around, and each person draws something that they're given, uh, given something to draw, and then you draw it. And you have time limit, and you pass it around, and then at the end you need to guess which one, which person wasn't drawing something in that category. I had one uh, where two people were given cat costume, and one person was given cat. <laughs> which was just cruel because I ran out of time yeah. and I was like, I guess I'll just draw a cat. They'll get the point. Yeah. And the end, like, oh, shit. <laughs> That's pretty good. But um, two favorites at our house were one of which was uh, button smashers. That uh, one's really good. I mean, that's like yeah. that's like a, a game of Twister with your fingers. I really yeah. like that one. But it's a it's a co-op version of Twister, pretty much. Yeah. Um. But yeah, everybody got really competitive, and we wanted to get number one in the ranking. Ranking. It didn't happen. But uh, we, we we laughed our ass off so much that we we just put it all on a small like um small like setup table from the from the IKEA yeah and uh, we put like free yeah IKEA and we put free remotes and the gamepad on there we just tried to get as far as we could and yeah so to describe this one too enough. so to describe this one too I mean you have the gamepad and you have I think it's always, like, one less remote than the number of people you have playing. Um, yeah. You, you, you set them up next to each other, and basically on on the TV, it's going to call out a button. And at first, it tells you who needs to be pressing the button. So it'll say, like, Scott, press A on the gamepad. And then you have to press and hold A. And you have to hold it until it tells you to not hold it. Meanwhile, it can be telling you to press other buttons on different Wii remotes, on the gamepad. And then eventually, it gets to the point where it's not telling anyone to do it. It just says to do it, and, and whoever in your group volunteers will do it. But so you're at this point, your fingers and arms are getting all mangled together as you're all trying to like hold the right buttons and like go of buttons on all the various controllers. It, it's a lot of fun. Like it's it's super silly, but it, it's a really good time. Yeah, and the other one that was quite popular in our place was Lost and Found Square. Yes, that one was good too. Yeah, I will agree. Um, um, because in, in, I will explain this one. In Lost and Found Square, uh, one person has the gamepad and can look around in the environment and is set in one place. Um, and the other people with the Wii remotes have to look about in this, like this, this square, and they will have to find the specific person. And they, the trick they do is that all of these uh, me's have a dog mask on them, so you can't tell who is the correct one. Yes. Right. So you don't see their faces. Um, so all you have to yeah, go by it, is the guy with is it, the person again, with the gamepad yeah. describing where they are. And again, this is again also what also counts with the rest of the other like TV party games. It's just as fun as you make it. So the the thing is that you just give very sneaky hints towards them, and then as as the time passes, you ju- just become. Come on! Don't you see that it's it's right there? Yeah. Say, I, oh, right. Okay. It was kind of funny because when I was playing it at first, we were giving very, very deliberate hints. So it did become like just a race of like, um, by the train and the yellow playset. Okay, okay, and then they'd be right there. But I do, I do see the potential for maybe getting more people together and then being dicks about it. Yeah, you you you, you need to be more of a dick. Yeah, it's it's way yeah. more fun. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, that one was fun. Um, but then like the the what it what is it called? Feed me is I think really bad. Yeah, I didn't like Feed Me much. And Dance With I Me, mean, also not that yeah, much Yeah, see, and Dan- Dance With Me I'm sad about because it seems like such a good idea. And I love that they included music from Tetris and Mario, which yeah. is great. But, like, it's just so simple and, and not all that responsive. And it just it's it didn't like just really pan dance. out. 
Yeah, where it's kind of like you're kind of pantomiming things. Well, and hey, I really... I like Just Dance, so I had no no problem with it. So there you go. <laughs> and don't don't get me wrong, I have also had some fun times with Just Dance, usually with alcohol, because it's not a good video game. I I, I usually <laughs> without alcohol because I like the video game. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like that. So that was like an idea where I was like, oh, this is going to be really neat, and I saw the song selection and was really excited. But it just kind of. It never really hit for my group. Like we we did it once or twice, and then we never went back to it. It was um, it was a I, I, the thing is I didn't expect it to be a hit in our group, and everybody else was really super into it. It's like okay, I'll <laughs> get along, no worries. Yeah. So so again, so again, the thing is without these party games is that it depends on the ground you're playing with, really. Right. Right. Um, because some others will be hit and miss. Again, um, the, the sketch one, nobody liked it. That one in my group. It's like, no, nobody, nobody cared. That was kind of a popular one in my yeah. group. Yeah. And I like, uh, do you know me? Uh, I don't think. Uh, do you know me is kind of a good thing to play, like uh, when you're wrapping up eating dinner, like I did last night with some friends. Um, yeah. Because it is a very kind of slow paced one, uh, but it is still, it is still kind of fun. With uh, the, it's a good icebreaker. Yeah. With the the feed me one, what we did is just being very about how we order things, just like the Lost and Found Square, that made it more interesting. <laughs> right, like if you're just all yelling out stuff at once, or like ch- if you change your order, but it's the one that's like the yes. least, it, it just feels like the one you could do without the Wii U on at all. Like you could yeah, just sit, true. you could yeah. just sit around a table with a pad of paper and be like, okay, everyone, tell me what you want to eat, and then like, <laughs> and then remember who said what. I mean, it just didn't really need to be, it didn't need to use the Wii U at all, so... It just kind of it didn't really impress me, but it, it, I mean, you know, it's 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 whatever. But you, like you're saying, if you if you're going to be dicks about it and make it fun, then I mean, any of these could really be fun. Yeah. Um, it just kind of depends on the group. But I will say that even though you can adjust, you know, like the board games and stuff to just play with two people with no AI, I think all of this benefits from having a full group where you're playing with the yeah. maximum number of I human think three, players. You three, can. four people is almost required for it to be a for a really good time. Like, right. they did have some fun, you know, playing some two player stuff. I mean, baseball is two players, yeah. um, but for the most part, I mean, it's it's a wee part of you for a reason. Uh, I think I right. think that's where, I mean, it's not a surprise the game falters here, but if you're the kind of person who plays games by yourself. Uh, I think you probably would have skipped over this segment on the show already. Yeah, and like, even, I mean, it's kind of like, if you need another Wii Remote, but you absolutely don't play games with pe- people, and there's no chance you're going to play games with people, yeah, I wouldn't even say getting this a Wii is Remote? worth, right, well, that's true, but I would say that this isn't even worth, like, paying the extra $10 for, because I really yeah. don't think there's much at all for a single player, and yeah. obviously... There's uh, there's no online or anything, which doesn't bother me. I don't, I don't think I'd want to play. I do, uh... I, I did notice there's some good good Miiverse stuff. I mean, it's not up yet, I think. Um, it's not up yet. Well, maybe by today. I haven't played today, yeah. but it, it um, hasn't been up all week. But yeah, like you can you can rate stuff and post it onto uh, Miiverse, which is kind of neat. And also, um, I would often have Andy and Scott show up in my my mini games. Oh really? Like uh, I, I just know like whenever they have the little demo for the mini game and be like, oh, it's it's Andy's. He's falling down the thing into the water. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it puts your me's that you have saved in your in your me app more on the upfront, which is nice. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I think Don, you gave it an eight. I gave it a seven point five. Neil, if you had to have reviewed it, what you think you probably ballpark? That's where you would have been. Yeah, I imagine. I might have, I might have wound up a little more positive. Um, not saying that you guys were negative. I just think I skew. Uh, I might skew a little more. Yeah. More positive on this game, although I still, you know, once again, the caveat of 
you you need to have people to play it with. Right, and that that's gonna make or break it for you. Um, but I mean, if you play with people a lot, I mean, and you can use an extra a Wii remote, especially, there's no reason not not to get this game. I mean, it's it's easily worth the ten dollars you're ostensibly paying for it. Um, and I mean, it's a real full fun game. I mean, I was really surprised. I, I didn't expect to be as like taken away by it as I am. Um, but yeah, I really I really enjoy. It. I mean, it's not it's not perfect. I think honestly, it might wind well. There's still a few good Wii U games on the horizon right now, but as it stands right now, I think it's one of my favorite Wii U games of the year. My favorite is currently Rayman Legends, so... Um, I, th- I think for me, it's... <laughs> I mean, you know, and I, I love Zombie U, but... Yeah. Well, that was last year. Oh, I'm sorry, you said this year, yeah. Well, this Rayman year. Legends for me, too. But to me, it's a much better party game than Nintendo Land is. Um Oh, especially, especially from a pick up and people... play standpoint, yes. I still exactly. think Nintendo Land is like the better game, but for a, yeah, I guess yeah, party game, yes. Yeah, for just like easy to get into, like no hurdles. I mean, the fact that I had groups of friends come over, I, it was one of my friends who he's a pretty like pretty avid gamer, um, and then his girlfriend who doesn't really play games, and then our other our other friend who also doesn't really play video games much and it was like everyone got into it right away no problems and Nintendo Land like that's a big caveat it's like it helps if everyone is is pretty much a gamer you know I mean it's very traditional um in in its uh like execution and it helps to be someone who plays video games regularly and this is totally not I mean anyone can play this yeah I think if I were to spitball like my my top three Wii U games this might be number three right now What's that other other two then? Um, Pikmin three and Wind Waker. I haven't I haven't been that impressed with Wonderful One Hundred One. Uh, I like this more than Rayman Legends. I like it more than Lego City. For for me, it's currently number one is is Rayman Legends. Number two is the Wind Waker. Number three is We Party You. I yeah. guess. Yeah, I think it's Wind Waker, Pikmin, We Party You for me right now. Though I expect three D World to pretty much poop on everything. Oh yeah, that's gonna knock everything down. <laughs> I, I, I liked I liked Pikmin a lot, but I, I like to play more games in a party setting. So maybe I'm more of a party guy in that regard. <laughs> down the party guy. I think that's what I'm yes. gonna call this episode. Um. So yeah, I, I guess that about does it. Does anyone have any like closing things they'd like to say about We Party You? I mean, we pretty much. I think we I think we covered it all, really. Yeah, I think so too. Um, so again, yeah, this game comes out on Friday. It looks like there is no digital version, so, uh, don't, like, expect, if you've got four I, Wii Remote I Pluses. I have digital version. Yeah, Don has the only yeah, one. He's gonna so sell go it on eBay Don. later. <laughs> Don's gonna sell his hard drive on eBay for thousands of dollars someday. Um, no, it's, 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 it's stored on my Wii U, so no. Oh, well, you can transfer it. But, um, yeah. So, it's, it's, it's a lot of fun. Um, and I, I would really recommend it. So, that will do it. Don, Neil, thank you for being here. Thank you and, for being uh, you. Th- you know, thank you, Don. I appreciate that. I've been waiting thanks, for someone to say for that. both of you guys for <laughs> each being yourselves. Uh, check out Don's review on Nintendo World Report. Check out my review on IGN. And just shit, just talk to Neil on Twitter and he'll yeah. tell you all about it. Yeah. Um, and read his features on Nintendo World Report. Um, well, I guess uh, let's, let's do... I'm going to take something from uh, IGN's uh, revitalization of Nintendo Voice Chat since we are... We are plugging them a little bit. Uh, what's one thing that you're working on related to uh, to, to video games and, and websites? Don? Um, I'm currently playing the European version of Professor Layton. Have you gotten far in it? 
I am currently two and a half hours into it, and I'm a bit annoyed because I can't play it in English. This is a locked Dutch version. Oh, oh wow. Um, and I, I tried to do it on my record for DS, which is set on the island eShop, so I can still use Euros and have English. And I said, no, don't accept it. I said, okay. So I go to my personal one. Yeah, accept it. I said, okay, fair enough then. But I mean, it's still, it's still fun. I mean, does I'm having it, a lot of fun. Does it seem like more of the same after Miracle Mask, or is it anything kind of like new to it? It's, there are some twists towards the beginning of the game. Cool. Um, I look forward to when that comes out in North America sometime in the next year and a half. It will be it will be a hellhole though because the the embargo ends on the twenty eighth. Oh wow! Uh, and they got to go today. They got to code um, yesterday or today in you guys <laughs> in America. Yeah. So, so I have to I have to do this in five or six days. Yeah. Um. So probably by the time you hear this, <laughs> Don's review will almost be up. <laughs> <laughs> um. Scott, are you working on any other reviews or just playing games? Um, yeah, I'm actually reviewing now uh, the most recent Ninja Turtles game that just came out for the 3DS. Um, I'll be doing that for IGN. Yeah, I just, just got it today based on the, the hit new Nickelodeon cartoon Which show. I haven't played it yet. good-ass show. Really good. I actually really like it. Yeah. Um, so I'm kind of excited. Is it like a brawl? Uh, as far as I can tell, yeah, kind of. Like, I guess there's, I all, all, all I know is this from reading the back of the box when I was stopped at a red light, um, is that it uh, has 15 levels, and you pick whatever turtle you want to pick, and yeah, it looks like just a straight kind of action brawler type game. Uh, I'm hoping, I'm hoping it's pure brawler. That'd be great if it was, like, just straight up, like, old school, you know, Final Fight or something, or Maximum Carnage, that kind of stuff. So I, I don't really know yet. Who um, developed that? I know it was published by Activision. Activision, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't have the box in front of me, so I'm not sure who. Maybe it's like Behavior Interactive. But I know, I know Activision published it, yeah. So, but yeah, and then uh, I have a, a news story that's been waiting for a comment from the yeah. window that should yeah. be up. That's a pretty interesting news story. So maybe yeah. that'll be up at the if we actually get a comment. Um, yeah. Still nothing so, yet. <laughs> yeah. So, what about you, Neil? Um, I'm playing Pokemon. <laughs> For for no reason other than I want to play Pokemon. Um, yeah, I'm trying to do that as much as I can. But uh, I am uh, I should be hopping into both Batman Arkham games for Nintendo Force. Uh, oh yeah. So I'm pretty excited for that, and uh, I'm hoping uh, we we get a hometown story review code because I would like mm. to play that game. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm definitely thinking about picking it up anyway today. So. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm, I'm I'm getting to that point where I'm like, well. well just get it? I don't know. Um, and then fucking Phoenix Wright comes out tomorrow. That's exciting. The, the, the thing is, Nintendo of Europe just sent me also random a co- random a code for that. Yeah. Yeah. The, the incident and the embargo said, "Hey, you have a code for Ace Attorney." So, oh, okay. Yeah, I know. Uh, <laughs> Alex is reviewing Ace Attorney Five for us. Um, he marathons games, so the review will probably be up by the time you hear this. Yeah. But, uh, we aren't getting the code until the day the game comes out. So, Godspeed, Alex. <laughs> all right well so that's what we're up to so yep, track yep. down all our stuff and um we will talk to you guys later all right bye. okay bye, bye.
Hey, and welcome to another rousing edition of This Week in Nintendo. <laughs> I'm your host, Neil Ronahan, and with me today is Scott Thompson. Hello! Uh, we're pretty much the dynamic duo of This Week in Nintendo when we decide to do it, because some weeks are uninspiring, or we're busy, or both. I think that was that was both last week. Yeah. Um, but we're here to tell you all of the upcoming retail games that are coming to the eShop, and the three pitiful... Uh, virtual console games yeah. that are out this week. Um, well, let's start off with the 3DS retail games. Um, we've got Batman Arkham Origins Blackgate, which is uh, $39.99 and will be available uh, October 25th. So by the time you hear this, it'll already be on the eShop and also in stores. I wonder if it'll be a, a midnight thing. I know, you know, all the first party games go up at midnight. I wonder if this will be available tonight or if it'll be tomorrow sometime that it'll unlock. Yeah, I... I haven't really paid too much attention to, like, when third-party games go up on the Me internet. neither, yeah. So I'm, I'm about, sure. like, you know, downloading Pokemon or Animal Crossing Midnight, but yeah. I'm not going to lose sleep over getting Batman tonight, probably, because I'm still right. playing Pokemon. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm I'm pretty excited for this game. It is, uh, you know, former Retro Studios uh, leads who worked on the Metro Prime games, working on a 2D, 2D uh, I think the appropriate term is Batroid. Um, <laughs> I like it. Yeah. I know I've also heard, uh, was it Batsylvania or something? Uh, I don't like that one as much. Because, because from what I hear also is that, uh, Blackgate seems to be a little bit more uh, Metroid-y than it is Castlevania-y. <laughs> Castlevania. Yeah, Castlevania. Yeah, that sounds <laughs> kind of terrifying. That's like a weird disease. <laughs> I'm sorry, we've just gotten the diagnosis and he has yeah. Castlevania. Yeah. yeah. That's a weird... <laughs> He has it on his leg. Yeah. Right? Or maybe it's like a pasta. Castlevania. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, we got your penne. We got your uh, rotini and your Castlevania. Yeah. What'll it be? <laughs> oh, yeah. I wonder what, what kind of, would that be like in the shape of a whip? So it'd be like a, maybe a spaghetti with a little more consistency or something. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> I like it. Um, yeah, we just invented a new type of pasta. Let's go to Italy and market the shit out of it. Well, we're like well on our way now to making a video game themed restaurant. We've got our yes. first our first encore, our entree, I should say. I mean, they have all these bars out in Japan. We can just riff on that. Yeah, it works. Um, here's your Mario's uh, Mario your Mario's fire flower. It's a uh, we light it on fire. And then you need to shoot balls, I think. Uh huh. You could do something with like a, a portobello dish, and you've got your mushrooms yeah. there. Yeah. Yep. And just uh, give everyone acid to drop, and then we'll be <laughs> yeah. It's your complimentary mushrooms before your meal. Yep. I uh, yeah, I'm I'm excited for Black Eight. Are you? Yeah, I am. I, I'm very excited. It's kind of weird that like no reviews are coming out before the games come yeah. out, which is always kind of alarming, but. Once again, uh, by the time everyone hears this, reviews should be up. I believe the embargo for. Both this and the uh, the big boy version are up at uh, twelve midnight, like uh, the day of release Pacific time. So I'll probably wake up tomorrow morning and read all the reviews and see what's up. But I, I don't. I think it would have to be com- a complete fucking abomination for me to not want to get Blackgate. Yeah, I feel like I'm actually more excited for Blackgate than Arkham Origins at this point. It's it's kind of an unknown commodity. I mean, uh, and we also all just get it out of the way now. But Batman Arkham Origins will be available on the eShop October 25th for forty nine ninety nine as well. And Arkham Origins, from what the buzz has been, is I'm still looking forward to it. But I've, I've played that game twice. And it's not to say I don't want to play it again, because uh, Arkham Asylum and Arkham City are 
some of my favorite experiences in the past couple of years, but it's like, I know it's, it's going to feel less important because of the cast. Um, it's not, uh, I've, I've heard the, the, the guys who are doing a uh, Batman and Joker now, but it's still, it's not Conroy and Mark Hamill. There's a certain thing that is lost when the people that I associate most with Batman and the Joker are not voicing them anymore. Yeah. Yeah. It loses, it loses something. And like you said, it just, it's kind of more of the same. Um, so that's, that's weird that it's forty nine ninety nine though. Is that on every platform? Is it there dollars? is no online multiplayer on the Wii Oh, so they dropped the 10 bucks. Oh, they okay. are getting the DLC though. Yeah. It comes where, where you, I think you play as Death Stroke in, uh, some challenge missions. And I, I don't know if it's 100% confirmed that it's going to get all the DLC of the other ones. I think you can buy the season pass though. Okay. So, I so guess you that would is hope so. kind of a good confirmation. Yeah. Um, I've never really played any of the D. I've never paid for any of the DLC in yeah, the Arkham games. Me neither. Um, I think with Arkham Asylum, I got one as part of a pre-order bonus or something, maybe. Mm, I don't know. Yeah. I know Arkham City. I think I got the Batman Beyond skin. Or did I do that for Arkham? Asylum? I don't remember. <laughs> um, but yeah. Next up on the list, we got a uh, Sonic Lost World. Uh, it's thirty-nine ninety-nine on 3DS. And it's also forty nine ninety nine on Wii U, and that'll be out October twenty ninth. Uh, once again, another Wii U game that's ten dollars cheaper. That's a pretty cool thing. And a three DS game that's ten dollars more expensive. Is that right? Uh, no, no, I think that's an error. Okay. Actually. Okay. Um, I was gonna, I'm gonna say. fix that. See, you're live editing, everybody. <laughs> um, but yeah, now it's now it's fixed. Yay! Refresh your page, Scott, so you okay. have the right version. <laughs> Good. Um, I have, uh, no interest in either game. Uh, we have a review by Jared Rosenberg, the Wii U version, he gave it a 9. We have a review of the 3DS version by Zach Kaplan, and he gave it a 5.5. Um, and, I mean, just from looking at other reviews, uh, I do not mean to demean Jared's review at all, because it is a very well-written review, and I know the position that Jared is coming from. He's a person who enjoyed Sonic Colors and Sonic Generations a whole lot, and... This game's kind of like the next step in that progression. For me, I don't care that much for that progression. Like, you know, Colors was fun. Generations is a game that I would probably play if it was on PS Plus. Um, I think uh, Sonic Lost World, I would have to get it for a very, very cheap price for me to have any interest in ever playing either version. Yeah, I guess that's kind of where I'm at. It never interested me in the first place. The whole, like, kind of Mario Galaxy meets Sonic just didn't even really look interesting to me. Give me 2D Sonic, and that's that's all I want. Which I know I know there's, like, 2D stuff in it, but I don't know. I've heard the 2D stuff in the Wii U one is kind of shitty. Okay, so um, there you go. Because <laughs> it does have a lot of 2D segments. I haven't I haven't looked into too much of the 3DS one. Um, I haven't played the 3DS one at all. I did play the Wii U one at E3. Um, <clears throat> and I wouldn't say that I was, like, I wasn't super hyped for it at any point of uh, this game's announcement. I've been a victim of the Sonic cycle many years in the past. I thought that Sonic and the Black Knight would have been a good game. I was wrong. I thought <laughs> Sonic Unleashed also would be a good game. Also wrong. Um, and since then, I've been kind of... Uh, that the, Both of those things kind of shook me through, uh, got me away from thinking that Sonic games could be something that I would enjoy. Um, I thought Colors was okay, but it didn't, it didn't knock my socks off or anything. But Lost World, when I heard about it, I was like, oh, that could be cool. And everyone was raving about it at E3. So on like, the last day of E3, I played the demo, and I'm like, I do not enjoy this at all. Um, it's just a lot of like, cause you're still, 
it still has all the same problems as Sonic games, where it's like, it's cool when you're running fast, but then, you like, you hit a wall, and you're like, well, uh, shit. Um, and they do have, like, he does these cool, like, parkour moves, and just, like, go over trees and shit, that's pretty neat. But, I don't know, I just, I, I couldn't care less about that game. Um, and I feel mildly vindicated that, that I was right in <laughs> what I would think of that game. Yeah, I remember you tweeting that. Yeah, and I and I know that sounds shitty, but it's just that, I mean, one, it's, it's one less game that I need to go out of my way to try to play. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so that's uh, Sonic Lost World. You can get it for 40 or 50 bucks, depending on your system of preference. Um, we have also have on 3DS, we have regular show, Mordecai and Rigby in 8-Bit Land. She'll be available for twenty nine ninety five on October 29th. Uh, this is a 3DS-only game. Um, or it might also be coming to DS. Not 100% sure. Uh, this is like a cool retro game. I believe it's developed by WayForward. And uh, I think primarily it's a side-scroller, but I think there are some other just like, you know, old-school referencing stuff where I think there's some top-down sections. There's some shooting segments. Um, I don't think it'll be anything that'll be, you know, incredible, but I think if you're a fan of the show, it should get the job done. Yeah, and I've never even seen an episode of the show, so not interested. It is a very good show. You that's, should watch it. That's sometime. what I hear. Yeah, if it was like on, is it on Hulu? If it was on Hulu, it might it's be. On, I know it's on Netflix. Is uh, it? Yeah. Maybe I'll check it out at some point. I know everybody like loves it, but yeah, I like it a lot more than Adventure Time. Um, I, I I'm not like super over the moon with Adventure Time. Like I think it's funny, but I'm not. It's not like I'm going to name my kid uh, Jake or Finn. Or yeah, anything. yeah. Um, and it's also not like I'm going to name my kid Mordecai or Rigby either. I just prefer a regular show more. And then uh, next up, we got Monster High 13 Wishes. It's uh, $29.99 on 3DS and $39.99 on Wii U. These appear to be the same exact game. Um, I believe that uh, you, you play as three girls from Monster High. Uh, one of them is named Frankie Stein. I don't know what some of the other names are. <laughs> um, I think there's a vampire, actually. Fuck it, I'm gonna look this up. I should know this, being a copywriter at Toys R Us. Uh, but I regret that I do not. Frankie Stein, Claudine Wolf, uh, Laura, Cleo Denial, Deuce Gorgon, uh, I think that's, that is a male, Laguna Blue, Gulia Yelps. She's the daughter of a zombie. <laughs> of course. Um, I don't know who you play as. I'm gonna, I know it's Frankie Stein, and I'm gonna assume that you probably play as Claudine Wolf and Draculaura, as they are, uh, the top three build characters on Wikipedia. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, this looks like a, kind of like a, a girl-focused 3D platformer. Um, I did actually see a, uh, it's not really a presentation. It was like a PR dude talking to me about it for like three minutes. Um, at E3, and I did not realize that Monster High is like the second biggest brand for girls after Barbie. But it's more like, uh, it's more skewed like teenager wise. Like, or I guess like tween market might be, might be more appropriate. Whereas Barbie's a little younger. Yeah. But, um, I don't know anyone who watches it. I don't have any, uh, any kids in my family or friends that are that age. Uh, but I don't think it's that bad, uh, for what it is. Um, yeah, that's it. It might be a good game. It might be, you know, if you are a person who listens to this show and you have, like, a 12-year-old girl, 
maybe this game is worthwhile. I, I don't know. Well, there's also the next one, which might challenge it. Um, now, uh, My Little Baby 3D, <laughs> which is uh, $29.99. I did notice uh, that uh, My Little Baby 3D is published by Treva Entertainment, who you might know as that company that releases a fucking horse game every other week. Um, and I think, as far as I can tell, that this is basically exactly like the horse game, except for it's a baby. But you can't ride the baby. I think that's <laughs> that's about where the differences end. There's still mini games. Do you still keep it in the stable? Uh, you might. I know you can use the microphone to try to teach it how to talk. Oh, good. <laughs> yeah. So in case you ever wanted to do that, maybe Scott, you can give it to to Tegan, and then Tegan will teach herself how to talk. <laughs> yeah. And then I. So, then I yeah, just... To be completely honest, if that game could pull it off, that would be very impressive. <laughs> Yeah, um, maybe I'll maybe I'll do that, and then I can just go out, <laughs> just go out to the bar while she just teaches. The... Yeah, it's like Rosetta Stone, but it's a it's a video game made by people who make horse games or publish them. I don't know if they actually make games; they might just be publishing them. What could go wrong? I know. And I think this was a retail game at some point. Maybe who knows? It's it's probably just called Riding Stables 3D, and, and you download. And you're like, wow, this is weird. This baby has a mane. <laughs> it's like my little baby, and then really tiny in parentheses, it's this horse. He just couldn't see it. Um, next up is Jewel Master Cradle of Egypt 2. It's available for twenty nine ninety five. Uh This was a retail game. It originally came out uh, roughly a week ago. Um, and now it's, now it's out today as well. Um, the funny thing is, is that uh, Jewel Master Cradle of Rome 2 came out last week. Once again, much like Monster High 13 Wishes, I think these are the same exact game. <laughs> Except for unlike Monster High 13 Wishes, they're differently named games. One is one is Roman, the other one's Egyptian. Um, yeah. <laughs> actually, I, I, I played. Uh, I think I played the first Cradle of Rome. It's actually a fun puzzle game. Uh, you know, match three, and you're kind of like, uh, it's not quite on the depth of like a puzzle quest, but you are matching three to kind of like get different like. You know, you're getting, like, crops and, like, you know, uh, what are other things that, like, Rome would build? Uh, roads? Um, but basically you're matching, like, three of different kinds of things and trying to build that up and then, like, improve society. Plumbing. Um, so it's like, it's like a, you know, there's light RPG stuff, but it's a match three game. And I remember it being, uh, I played it on DS, so those games aren't terrible. It's just that for $30, maybe that's a little much. Uh, since there's apparently 15 different versions of it, you can probably find one for a <laughs> yeah. cheaper. Yeah, out once a week. Yeah, and next week it will be a Cradle of America, a Cradle of uh, Africa, Cradle of Mars. That that one won't do well because they'll just rename it John Carter. Yeah, Cradle of Atlantis, starring Aquaman. <laughs> uh, what was that? Fate of Atlantis? No, that was that was an Indiana Jones game. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. Um, anyway, let's move on to the Wii U retail games. Uh, and the also first one that we have not discussed um, is Assassin's Creed 4 Black Flag, which will be fifty nine ninety nine because I believe it does have online multiplayer. That will be available next Tuesday, October 29th. I have zero interest in the Assassin's Creed series at this point. Don't care. Yep. Uh, for me, it was uh, 3 was the last straw. Uh, it also didn't help that that game was buggy as shit on Wii U. I had several times where I'd just lose a half an hour of progress because it would just crash. I got a couple hours into the game and just stopped because I played for about ten and it only made it about six hours through. Um, 
got, I hear this has more naval battles. You're in the Caribbean. That's cool. I mean, I'm just thinking of the, the naval battles that I played in Disney Infinity on Pirates of the Caribbean. That's what's coming to mind right now. And I don't think that's, that's what this game is. Although you could kind of build up your ship in that game. Pirates of the Caribbean was probably the best playset in Disney Infinity, by the way. Um, in case you're curious. <laughs> um, the other Wii U game, uh, outside of Batman Arkham Origins, Sonic Lost World, and Monster High 13 Wishes, all of which we already talked about, is Pac-Man and the Ghostly Adventures, which is available for $39.99, and I believe that's available next Tuesday, October 29th. Is this that goofy, like, kind of 3D platformer? Yeah. Like, Pac-Man um, just we'll have... eating ghosts willy-nilly and... Yeah, uh, it's, it's based off the cartoon show, which is apparently doing very, very well. Um, if, I don't know how well versed you are in, uh, Marvel film producers, but Avi Arad, who, uh, he was one of the guys who was instrumental in bringing the first Spider-Man to screen, um, he worked on this show, um, and apparently it is doing very well. Um, it's kind of Pac-Man for a new generation. He's got some friends, uh, the ghosts. Um, are the baddies. They also have some new friends. Um, so everyone's got new friends and they're going on ghostly adventures. It looks, it looks like the Pac-Man world games as far as I can tell. And actually at New York Comic Con, and we'll have this going up, uh, probably next week around when this game comes out. Uh, Jerry, Josh and I got to interview, oh shit, I forget the guy's name. Um, crap. I got to interview the guy who's basically, uh, the shepherd of Pac-Man games at this point. He was, the, uh, the director of Pac-Man Battle Royale, um, and he's also kind of just like, I think he's like the, the Pac-Man series uber producer right now. Um, and he was talking about how, like, you know, you have stuff like Pac-Man Championship Edition, Pac-Man Battle Royale, and they're speaking more towards the people who played Pac-Man in the 80s. Whereas Pac-Man and the Ghostly Adventures is more directed at people who are just experiencing Pac-Man now. And and the way he explained it made a lot of sense um, as to why this game exists. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. I mean, because when you look at it, it, it is, seems like quite a departure from Pac-Man I know and love. Yeah. I mean, and, and I think we're getting that uh, that Pac-Man museum at some point. Uh, I don't know if it's this year or not. Actually, the Wii U version of that got delayed. Um, so that sucks. <laughs> Pac-Man Battle Royale, man. That, that game's incredible. Yeah, it is. Um, we got some sales on the 3DS eShop. Urban Trial Freestyle. Is four ninety nine until November seventh. Nintendo of America tweeted about this today, and they used the word "rad." Oh, oh. so I don't know if that was just a coincidence, or it's tied to the fact that it's Urban Trial Freestyle. I assume I it's because might... it's the game. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, Don, uh, back in June when it came out, he gave it a seven. Um, it seems like it's very similar to the Trials. Uh, Trials HD and Trials Evolution games, which are pretty sweet, or I guess Moto Heroes, uh, which came out on WiiWare, is also kind of a progenitor of this kind of game. Um, I think it came out on Vita as well. And on the whole, it seems like a game that deserves about a 7. Um, so if you're into that kind of thing, it's probably worth checking out, but it's not anything that you need to uh, drop now and download ASAP. Um, next up we got probably my most anticipated game of the week. That's Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney Dual Destinies, which is available for $29.99. Um, I don't know. It's been a while since i played a Phoenix Wright game. Uh, the last one that I played was Ace Attorney Investigations, and I reviewed that. So, I mean, I played it right when it came out, very hurriedly. Um, 
And uh, I'm kind of excited to dig into this game and sort of take my time. Because I think when I first played uh, the older Phoenix Wright games, I was a little younger, a little dumber, not as susceptible to getting into these kind of games. Because um, I think I think when I played Ghost Trick the other year, it was at the perfect time for me to play one of those games. Because Ghost Trick is probably, if not my favorite DS game, like top three. Uh, that game's fucking incredible. And I know Shu Takumi is not behind Dual Destinies, but still, I mean, some more Phoenix Wright. Looks good. Played the demo back at E3. Um, very excited to dive into this game at some point. How about you? Uh, no, I've never even played a Phoenix Wright game. Um, and it seems like probably not the time to just jump in. I mean, maybe, but <clears throat> I, I think there's enough. Yeah, I mean, there's connection between the games, right? I mean, wouldn't I be best served to play them from the beginning? Although I never did play Apollo Justice. And uh, I looked into trying to acquire Apollo Justice, but that's kind of a bitch right now. Um, it would cost a lot of money, and I'd rather just buy Dual Destinies and move on, because probably I would get Apollo Justice and probably never play it, and I never played Dual Destiny. Right, I'd probably and buy both of them. Get stuck, yeah. Yeah. Um, but they are—I mean, they're—they're—it's essentially like a visual novel with some some interaction. Uh, There's good writing, although some of the reviews said there were typos. Mm-hmm. So. Wow. It's actually Who kind of surprising. I mean, I know it's a digital-only game, but still. Yeah, well, these are the people behind uh, Resident Evil Revelations. Oh, yeah, that's true. So so do remember that. Um, But yeah, so there's that. And then uh, next up, we got the 3DS Virtual Console. We got Star Soldier for $4.99, which um, I think people do like this game. Um, it's the first entry in the series, the most recent version of which was on uh, WiiWare back around when WiiWare came out. Um, it's an NES game from like 1989, I believe. Uh, it's a it's a shoot 'em up. I I will not get this, but there are probably people who are interested in this. Yeah, well, if they're not saving all their money for the hot new Wii U Virtual Console games. To be fair, I had a lot of fun with baseball when I was a kid. <laughs> yeah, it's but now that, the most like the most superior version of baseball ever on the Wii U is available. That's very true. I mean, it is kind of unfortunate timing. Uh, if you bought baseball today. And we're trying to get Wii U party or we we party you uh, when it comes out tomorrow. Then you're just you're wasting your money, man. Um, but baseball, uh, the NES launch game, that is uh, roughly 30 years old. Um, very simplistic. It has six teams. Um, yeah, it's <laughs> <That's> about <laughs> it. It's four ninety nine. Say about it. If, yeah. This if for really... some reason you bought it on the Wii Virtual Console, you can get it for a dollar. Yeah. There you go. And you can save um, safe state in the middle of your game. Yeah. And then um Pinball is also available for four ninety nine. Also available for that dollar if you bought it on the virtual console. Um Yeah, I mean Pinball, which I read a little bit about today, another NES launch title. Seems to be the uh I guess the prequel, if you will, to uh, Revenge of the Gator, which came out on three DS virtual console last week. Um I did learn something. Here's a fun fact for all you people out there. Uh, Mario saves Pauline in this game. In pinball? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Um, I was reading about it and that like, uh, it has the same kind of, uh, process of Revenge of the Gator where it's kind of like you have different levels of, uh, of like pinball tables that are all kind of stacked on top of each other. Kirby's Pinball Land, I believe, has the same structure. And I think there's some bonus mode that you can get to where it turns into like a game of breakout. Where uh, you are Mario controlling the the paddle at the bottom, and you're trying to save Pauline. 
um, which I I never knew that before. I, I mean, I would see Mario on like the pinball, like the box, like you can see him there, but I, I thought it was kind of like how like you know Mario's in Rick and Crew, right? Um, just a guy. Yeah, just a guy that looks similar because of the limitations they had at the time. But yeah, apparently he's saving Pauline. The more you know. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, and I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm not interested in, in this yeah. stuff. Yeah, I'm not going to spend. I'm not going to drop five bucks on fucking pinball. I don't know if I've ever even played the NES pinball, but my feeling is, for five dollars, you could probably probably find a much better pinball game across any platform. I, I think I think I would say shell out like the three dollars on 3DS and get like Star Wars pinball or Zen pinball or Marvel pinball, because um, those are all pretty sweet. I actually, uh, well, I'm playing it on Vita, uh, but I played Star Wars pinball when I was on the plane last week. Um, and that game's kind of great. Um, I really like the Zen Studios pinball games. They're a lot of fun. Um, but that is it for this week in Nintendo. Uh, if you think there's a better way we can do this, let us know. Um, and if there's any games that, uh, we kind of short shrifted and you think deserve a bigger spotlight, go ahead and let us have it. Um, <laughs> email us at connectivity at nintendoreport.com. And tell us why we're, you know, totally wrong in My Little Baby 3D and why Sonic Lost World is the Sonic game to end all Sonic games. Or, you know, what, just what you think about these games. And uh, maybe if you're not a dick about it, we'll read it on the next segment. Maybe. It depends on, on how big next week is. But I don't think any retail games are really coming out. Well, We Fit You is next week. That should be fun. Oh, yeah, that's true. The first, yeah. So that we'll get a that'll probably be the big highlight next week, and then we'll get God, I don't know what NES sports Fucking game haven't Wii we got sports, yet? Uh, Wii Sports Club is the week after, so we'll probably get. Uh, is, is there a bowling game on the NES? Because we already got golf, we already got baseball. I mean, I know there is a bowling game. I played the shit out of it when I was a kid. Uh, shit, I need to look this up because it's a pretty awesome bowling game, and everyone should should look into it. I think it's called Championship Bowling. On the NES. Um, yeah, yeah, there it is. Uh, developed by Athena Company. There you go. Came out much. in 1989 in North America first. Developed by Romstar. I don't know. I don't know who made it. Um, but it's, you know, a very simplistic bowling game. But the best part about it is that, like, when you got a strike, your guys would jump up and down. And the guys would jump out where, like, their legs are basically splayed out and, like, like knees bent, jump into the air. And whenever the girls would do anything good because they're wearing skirts... They would look really weird because they'd jump in the same manner, except for, like, they'd have their their uh, their upper part of their legs, like, clammed together as their legs are kicked out on, like, a weird right angle. Um, you get different colored balls, pick your weight. <laughs> a fun game. And you can do four-player. So uh, look, look forward to that controller. next week. Yeah. If that came out on Virtual Console, I'd probably lose my shit. <laughs> so, yeah. I guess that's it. Yep. Uh, and if you've ever played championship bowling on the NES, email <laughs> connectivity sure to write at teleport.com. <laughs> I'd really like to talk to you because you're probably the, one of three people who have ever played this game. <laughs> Should see if there's some kind of like community for it still playing. Oh, oh shit! It used a four score accessory, um, so you could play with four people outside of hot seating it. Oh, there you go. <laughs> it was it. one of the few games that supported. That's it. That's weird. Um, the object of the game is the same as a regular game of bowling. Score the highest to win. <laughs> 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 All right, I think that's it. Thanks All right, for listening. Bye.
place sure is dusty. Kim? Yeah? Kim, you here? Yeah? What? Hey! Huh? Yeah, hey, Kim, what are you doing back there? Don't, don't worry about it. Okay, I mean, you, you know, don't after the game show, after last time, I told you you could go home, right? What? You you could have gone home. You didn't need to... What were you, what were you doing here for the past couple weeks? Waiting. Waiting for you. Uh, well, that's, that's very sweet. That's very sweet, Kim. Um, but, all right. Um, I'm just going to... I'm going to go out on a limb here. Becky? Yeah. Wonderful. You're here, too. All right. Uh, Becky? Yeah, I was... Uh, yeah. Guys, I told you you could go home. Like, There's you didn't... no food here! This yeah, is my no. job. I'm the janitor, remember? Yeah, but it's... <laughs> Guys... You, there's life outside this abandoned game studio. You don't need to. You, you, okay, you know what? Let's just let's just get to it, guys. I uh, we'll we'll talk about this once the cameras are off. All right, so guys, Bye. it's time for another round of Nintendo World Report's favorite game show podcast. I'm claiming that it's probably not true, but I'm claiming that. Name that Pokemon. Now, in that name, that Pokemon. For those of you who don't know. I'm, I'm talking to you, Kim, because you're very forgetful. Very forgetful. What happens is I have a whole bunch of Pokemon and a whole bunch of their Pokedex entries. What's going to happen, unlike last time, this time you're going to choose a number 1 through 23, because that's the number of Pokemon I have. And, you know, then after that there'll be only 22, then 21, then 20, and so on and so forth. You'll pick a number, and then I will read one of the Pokedex entries. If you cannot get that Pokedex entry from the beginning, it will go to the other opponent. So, Kim, if you can't get it, it goes to Becky. Becky can't get it. It goes back to Kim. If Kim can't get it, it's over. Done. Hopefully that won't happen because some of these are glaringly obvious. I'm not sure if that's a word, but we're <laughs> going to move past it. So, first to ten wins. Uh, after about ten, uh, whatchamacallit, about ten Pokemon, we are going to give you guys power-ups. And that power-up, you each get one. You can use it for the second half of the game. You get to ask what type of Pokemon it is for free. And I will tell you, even if it is dual-typed. So does anyone have any questions? No. No, I think I'm good. All right. Well, viewers at home, I hope you're ready. Because it's time for Name That Pokemon. Pokemon! Pokemon! Our timing's bad. <laughs> Shut up. Alright, so I'm gonna flip a coin. Kim, you ready to call? Tails. And it's Tails. Kim starts. Oh. Alright, Kim. So I pick a number, right? Yes. Oh, and I totally forgot to say, this is all Johto Pokemon. I know we were thinking about doing the X and Y, but we're doing we'll Johto. There. It's the best generation. It's the greatest generation. <laughs> I didn't play that game. <laughs> All right. Well, then you're probably going to lose. All right, Kim. One through 23. Go. Uh, this is 15. 15. 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. I define them. All right. All right. It is said that it usually hides in underwater caves. It can create whirlpools by yawning. Uh, okay, just uh, from now, I don't know how to pronounce all these ones' names. I know how to pronounce the originals and some of the others, but I don't think I'm not. So, just disclaimer. Uh, is it the, is it 
Quagshire? Quagsire? No, it's not Quagsire. Goes to Becky. Becky. Uh... She guessed wrong, so you get the steal. It is said that it usually hides in underwater caves. It can create whirlpools by yawning. Wait, didn't last time you added on another? I, I, okay. I, yeah, I, I was okay, going okay. to, Kim. You're so <laughs> gosh darn forgetful. You really should fix right. that. You should get that checked. Uh... <coughs> Excuse me. I was going to, I was, I got the polka fever. Got the polka fever? What'd you, what'd you catch that from? Kim. You got it from Kim? <laughs> this Pokemon sleeps on the seafloor where it is otherwise Wait, devoid of life. It's my when turn. When a storm arrives, it's the same Pokemon. When oh, a storm arrives, the Pokemon is said to awaken and wander about in search of prey. Sorry, can you read that again? <laughs> I was <Okay>. talking. <laughs> guys, we are taking this listen. seriously. Guys, Getting all right. Okay, focusing, focusing. I'm going focus to add some stakes next time. Whoever wins gets a stake. But um, shh. number one, it is said that it usually hides in underwater caves. It can create whirlpools by yawning. Its second one is... That this Pokemon lives at extreme ocean depths that are otherwise uninhabited. It has long been believed that the yawning of this Pokemon creates spiraling ocean currents. It's different than the one I said before, but I like this one more. Um, It's not my fault you started off with a hard one. You guys chose this. Is it Lugia? It is not! So, since you both got it wrong, this Pokemon, it'll be, you, neither of you will win it. This Pokemon is Kingdra. Oh, uh, that totally makes sense now. <laughs> Horsey, Cedra, Kingdra. Oh, I didn't, it doesn't look like it yawns. Well, I know, that's why I was kind of like, well, it, the Pokedex, it doesn't look like it yawns either, but. <laughs> literally half of its uh, Pokedex entries are about yawning. Becky, 1 through 22. Uh, what'd she pick? Doesn't 15. matter, it's all different now. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm seven. You can, you can pick the coping. same number over and over again. It will be different. So seven. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. All right. Its body has been compressed deep underground. As a result, it is even harder than a diamond. Why am I blanking on all the Pokemon? <laughs> Come on, Becky. You're probably going to be better at this Jota than me. Apparently I'm not. Competition. <laughs> if this is any indication. Oh my god, I have an idea. Get it wrong. Get it wrong. Get it wrong. Shut up. I have like Shut one up. idea. I'm trying to think. Josh, what were you going to say? This is one of its original entries. Okay, so you said its body is compressed underground, so it's almost harder than diamond? It's even harder than a diamond. Even harder than a diamond. That doesn't help me. <laughs> uh, Steelix? <laughs> I don't know. Ding, 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 ding. Yay! Oh, look at that. Becky, one point on the board. Kim's behind. It was indeed Steelix. All right, Kim. Top 25 <laughs> on the board. Seven! I've been jealous. Seven! One, two, three, four, Copycat. five, six, seven! All right, well, this Pokemon, oh, oh, this is going to give it away, but it's very near and dear to my heart. Its wings are not used for flying. They are flapped at high speed to adjust its body temperature. 
Ooh, just oh, I know that. this one. Uh, Togetic. Number one, whose favorite Pokemon is Togetic? No. All oh, right, Becky. that whole clue. You already got it wrong. It's my turn. I know. Yeah, Becky, Becky, go. It's Scizor. It is Scizor. I know Josh's ding, favorite ding, ding, Pokemon. Ding, 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 ding. I thought he could fly. So it... I was misled. Well, you didn't name that Pokemon. Name of the game. 2-0, Becky. Kim, you're, you're making me sad. You're making me sad. Making like, me I was sad. hoping you were here studying, but instead you were just, I don't know, playing X and Y. What is, what's going on here? All right, Becky. Top 19 Pokemon on the board. Go for it. Um, two. All right, number two. Why? <coughs> it's just, oh, it startled me. It is hard for it to support its weight out of water, so it sometimes gets down on all fours, but it moves fast. Um, hmm. Uh, dang it, I always take so long to answer. <laughs> so, Kim, how's life in the game studio? It's pretty good. It's pretty good? Pretty, pretty good. good. Why, why the like tears? It. I don't want to talk about it. No, no. We're good. All right, all right. I, I, I accept and build. Becky, time's uh, up. <laughs> um, Quagsire? <laughs> no, it's not Quagsire. What is <laughs> up with you guys and Quagsire? <laughs> all right. I'm trying to think Kim. of something that looked dumb. Oh, it's a spy name. Kim, yes. it is hard yes. for it to support its weight out of water, so it sometimes gets down on all fours, but it moves fast. <coughs> Poke fever. When it bites with its massive and powerful jaws, it shakes its head savagely, tears its victims up. Is it, uh, is it the feraligator? For alligator? For the alligator? For alligator? I will say that it's not philalligator, <laughs> but it is feraligator, so I'll give it to you in the technicality. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> philalligator. <laughs> Told you, there's a disclaimer. I said it. I, I was kind of hoping you were going to save for Lolligator, but you la, didn't. La, la. You would have gotten some internet bonus points, but too bad. All right, so it's 2-1, Becky. Kim's turn. Kim, 1 through 18, top 18 Pokemon on the board. 9. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 10. 9. 9. If you become enchanted... By its smooth, elegant, dance-like kicks, you may get drilled. Hard. <laughs> what was that? I'm thinking that's what that was. Um, it's So, wait, it dances and it kicks. Ish. <laughs> um, Just try and reason your way through this. I know, I'm like... I. I'm picturing, like... Listen, if I've learned anything in this game, it's that never trust the Pokedex entries. Because (laughs) I usually choose the misleading ones. Because you never know that Raticate has webbed feet. (laughs) Right? The hell is over that? (laughs) Needs to swim, I guess. I love how my voice is getting more crazy as this game show goes on. I have two guesses. Well, you only got one. You only got one. (laughs) I, 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 is it Thalassum? 
It is not Blossom. <laughs> when have you ever seen a Blossom kick? <laughs> Becky, Damn, was then, I was like, you know, maybe it got some long gams underneath that skirt. <laughs> well, you're wrong, Becky. Yes. Are you? Do you, would you like another clue? All right. All the other ones are going to be super revealing. It fights Yay! while spinning like a top. The centrifugal force boosts its destructive power by ten. See, that was my first guess. Hit him on top. Ding, 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 ding. She's For got it. There, I, was, I thought you were going to tell me I was wrong. And I was like, but no, that's not possible. Building up tension. Part of the game. Part of the game. All right, Becky. It's you, 3-1. Top something team Pokemon on the board. This silence is weird. Can you say yeah, another? Oh, sorry. No, I totally wasn't. I was spaced out. Uh... I thought it was her turn again. Um, <laughs> you just need to pick a number, Becky. It's. I got it. I got it. Okay, shut up. Twelve. Really simple number. Shut up. <laughs> For those of you said... playing at home, shout out your I answers said 12. as loud as you can, so we can hear. I said twelve. This is oh, the twelve. Third All right. Time. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. I'm an adult who needs to count. Yeah. What. <laughs> All right. In South America, it is said that its right eye sees the future and its left eye views the past. Oh, crap. I've read this entry before. Um, is it maybe not to? It is not not to. Dang it. Going to Kim. Kim, in South America, it is said that its right eye sees the future and its left eye views the past. This Pokemon stands rooted and still in one spot all day long. People believe that this Pokemon does so out of fear of the terrible things it has foreseen in the future. Let's go for the evolution form. Is it Zatu? It is Zatu! Second time you've Who done that love to that me! Thing? <laughs> evolution. Hate you. Alright, I believe it's 3 Hate 2. You. Still Becky, but it's Kim's turn. <gasps> I love it. Eleven. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. I'm a professional. This could be like a Sesame Street special, like learn to count with Pokemon. Yeah, well, fuck you, Kim. Now we can't go on there. So, because its fangs are too heavy, it always keeps its head tilted down. However, its bite is powerful. Hmm. Well, I would say it's, uh, that, that, I want to say the spider one. I'm trying to think if there's something else. I'll go with the spider one, the the one that's, uh, Eric. Doesn't matter, you're wrong! Okay. (laughs) All right. Oh. I think I'm just going to use that voice, I think I'm just going to use that voice when you're wrong. Uh, so Becky, because it's bang, because it's bangs, because its fangs are too heavy, it always keeps its head tilted down. However, its bite is powerful, and it is actually timid and easily spooked. If attacked, it flails about to fend off its attacker. Is it Snubble? Is it what? Snubble? It is not Snubble! Darn. All right, Kim. Back to you. I realized that I well, I realized that I kind of messed up with with Kingdra before, but yeah. the, uh, it doesn't matter because it was the first one. It was the first one. Who cares? 
It's a very serious game, Josh. You can't mess around with it. Because its fangs are too heavy. It always keeps its head tilted down. However, its bite (laughs) is powerful. It is actually timid and easily spooked. If attacked, it flails about to fend off its attacker. And it can make most any Pokemon run away simply by opening its mouth wide to reveal its big fangs. What is up with this fixation with fangs? Well, clearly they're a prominent feature. Guys, read through Pokedex entries one day because a lot of them are pretty much the same fact over and over again. Well, I... Who reads over Pokedex entries? I do, obviously. I read them in the game when I catch them. I kind of I kind of skim them. <laughs> not going to lie. That's probably so... why I'm so bad at this game. Well, someone's not going to be a Poke Scientist one day. Nuh-uh. I'm going to be a Pokemon no. Master. Duh. Guys, listen. I am a Pokemon Master, and I ain't got all day. All right? I got challenges to face. Okay, so basically it got some fangs going on. Yep. Got big old fangs. Spooked easily. And it spooked easily. Uh, uh, well, it's like, because he keeps saying it looks down, and I'm like, what Pokemon's always looking down? I know, I'm trying to think, I was trying to think of that, too. Um. It's not Pikachu. No. Well, Pikachu ain't really? Shadow, so. So I'll just slay on. It's not Zatu. <laughs> no, <laughs> crap. <laughs> just helping, just helping. Really? You're not helping? Really. <laughs> Back off my shit! Oh man, I'll use the power-up thing. I didn't offer it yet! Damn it! It's not the rules! <laughs> <laughs> Just, you have to guess something. Okay, uh... God, I don't know, like Dompin or something? Yeah, let's go with Dompin. It doesn't... You're wrong! It doesn't it's have fangs, grandbold. it has tusks. I See, know, that was my second was... guess! What was it? Granbull, the evolved form of Snubble. Why do I keep doing that? He's not looking. He doesn't look down. I looked at these stuff yesterday. Well, guess look what? Down Kim? He up. His sprite. His sprite doesn't, doesn't matter because you didn't even guess it. Well, that's why because I, I remembered him. I was like, he looks like a weird ass pit bull looking up. So Becky, three two, still on you. Top fifteen Pokemon on the board. Uh, six. One, two, three, four, five, six. Oh, oh me, oh my. Oh, goody. This Pokemon creates a gas inside its body (laughs) that it ejects under compression Uh to propel itself like a jet. Its body can withstand a collision with solid steel. Teehee. (laughs) Teehee. Oh, hey, guys, it has superpowered farts. Let's move on. Um, what are you guys smoking in the studio? Gosh, Is that why this place smells funny? Kim, I told you to stop that. <sighs> what response is that to someone <laughs> call you out? You're you're on drugs. Oh she my. is on drugs all the time. We have a th- we have this problem. It's smoke signals. Okay, we were trying to get help. Uh huh. Uh huh. I'm waiting for an answer. I know. I'm trying. Shush. <laughs> I already forgot the question. <laughs> there was no question. It's, it's oh that it's God. the drugs. It really is. <laughs> next time, next time I'm, I'm inviting guests. Oh. Oh. Um, Are you visitors? Uh. Oh right, it's the farm. <laughs> is gosh. 
trying to think. I don't know. Is it? I don't know. I'm just going to guess. Is it Remoraid? <laughs> it is not Remoraid. Kim. Oh, cool. That was my thought. <laughs> I was just like, it's a fish. It moves yeah, that's what I So it propels itself like a jet. No, it's very long. I'm not going to say it again. Its shell is as hard as sheetrock, and it's also very strong. Its thrashing can topple a mountain. Is it Fortress? It is not Fortress. Back to Becky. Oh, wait, you said mountain. I guess it would be underwater. Okay, whatever. I screwed this, that This pupa flies around wildly while venting with great force the gas pressurized inside its body. Oh, I have another idea, but I can't say it anymore. Oh, gosh. I feel like I know this, but I can't think of it for the life of me. Ah. Mm. Thinking, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> it's the it's silence that really gets you. I know, shut up! <laughs> I always feel super pressured when it starts getting quiet, because I'm like, oh god. You mean like no, the I'm pressure sticking. that this Pokemon stores in its yes, body? Yes, I got that! Uh, <laughs> got that part. Um, I, I can't think yeah. of it! Oh my Kim, god. Is that, Kim, is that, any, is that whiskey you got back there? Shut up! Can I have some? No. That's supposed you to be just, our secret stash, Kim. I, Kim, you just, I'm not getting it, though. No. I just, I want to no. play Pokemon, I want to play Pokemon Trunk. No. I want to play Pokemon Trunk. No. Uh, I, you can just, I don't know. I have no answer. Well, the key word was this pupa flies around wildly. I know, I got wildly. that part, but I'm like, I can't think of one. Pupitar. Oh. Right. I remember now. Guys, you are literally becoming the death of me. <laughs> well, maybe we'll be better next time this happens. We won't. Probably maybe. not. Probably not. <laughs> All right. Maybe I'll actually look over Pokedex entries before next time. Yeah. What up? Top t- top 15 Pokemon on the board. Yo. Uh, still 3-2 still if I remember correctly. I'm not writing this down this time. 15. 15, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. Feared and loathed by many, it is believed to bring misfortune to all who see it at night. Uh, is it Murkrow? It is Murkrow! Awesome, I got it up. 3, 3, all right, top, top 14 Pokemon on the board. Top 14 Pokemon on the board. Uh, nine. Nine. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. All right. Because its wings aren't fully grown yet, it has to hop to get around. It is always staring at something. Is is it Hoot Hoot? It is not Hoot Hoot. Oh, what? damn, that was my guess. <laughs> it picks up food from cactus plants, Kim. Definitely avoiding buds and spines. It seems to skip about to move. What the hell, bro? <laughs> so it <laughs> so it stares at stuff. It picks things off of cactuses, and it can't fly. Die. Uh, the hell? Because that's the only one I could think of that like stares at shit. Well, and it's got, like, super tiny wings. <laughs> yeah. It's not Gramble. It's not Gramble. 
Thanks, other Josh. No problem. This is going to become a thing, isn't it? Yeah, it might. I think it might. I wonder if this is a side effect. I wonder if this is a side effect to the poker fever. Hey, Josh, you're looking pretty good today. Stop it. I mean, I'd tell someone, but yeah, he's probably fine. Give the side! <laughs> uh, she's, I don't know, Ladybug? Probably not. It's not Ladybug. Yeah. All right. This last one is the most descriptive Bogodex entry, so Becky, okay. best of luck. <laughs> I think I got this. I think I got this, maybe. <laughs> This Pokemon cannot fly because its wings are not yet fully grown. Yeah, I got if that. your eyes meet with this Pokemon's eyes, it will stare back intently at you. But if you move even slightly, it will hop away to safety. What the hell? How is that more that, descriptive? That's, that is the last and longest description of it. Long doesn't always mean most descriptive. Nope. Not at Other all. Other ones talk about jumping. So. Oh, man. I have... No, wait. No, I think it's wrong. <laughs> uh... Go ahead, guess. Guess. I, it's not like you get another guess. Shut up. I know. I just want to know. <laughs> it's not Raichu. I got that. Not um, Rabidash. You sure? Since sure it's not Rabidash? Not Batman. Not Batman. Oh, crap. That was my guess. <laughs> well, looks like you lose again. Uh... Time's up to side. Wait, uh, is it not to? <laughs> it is not to. I was to say, as I say, it's another bird with no wings. <laughs> I know. I was like, you know, he kind of has big eyes. <laughs> I know. He's like four to three. Becky. And Yay! I, I got another it? one. It's Kim's. Kim choose top ten Pokemon on the eight. board. One, two, three, four, five, six, we seven, eight. We don't even numbers. Don't see what has to do with anything. <laughs> It conveys its feelings using different cries. It works in a pack to cleverly take down prey. So it has feelings. And are you saying that not all Pokemon have feelings? Some of them are dead inside. <laughs> Just like me! And hey! dead on the outside, too. Hee <laughs> hee. Well, travels in packs. I don't know. Let's go with the last... Uh, I, I don't know, hop it. What? They travel together. I just ran into a horde of hop it on XY, and I was like, eh, maybe they're stupid enough to think they could take down shit. You can run into a horde of nose packs. They don't, they don't take down prey. They, I, they, they float, might, they, they float they away do. in the wind. Okay, well, first of all, Kim, you're wrong, and here's how you're wrong. <laughs> Hopping literally get blown away in the breeze. It, they do. Yeah, but they <laughs> travel together in packs. But they yeah, don't they don't, kill they don't hunt down prey. They literally splash about in the air. In hopes of just, I don't know, scaring something Kim, away. you are so wrong on this. They get take down, please. <laughs> no, not even. You're wrong. They might take down somebody with allergies. I have allergies. They are a threat. Around dawn, its ominous howl echoes through the area to announce that it, this is its territory. My territory. My house. No, Kim, no, no commentary from Hobbit you. for life. Uh, is it maybe? Okay, you said it hunts in packs, and what else? What else in the first entry? It conveys its feelings using using different cries. Um, is it maybe Houndor? It is Houndour. Yay, Houndour. <laughs> Five, Houndour. two, 
Five Jamie. three. Becky. It, now I'm gonna give tomato. I'm gonna give Becky the power up, but not Kim. Because that, was the, that was the <laughs> dumbest answer. So you have to wait another round. Aww. <laughs> Hop if don't hunt. Hop and no. don't hunt. No, they Hop don't. Hop and you're gonna be in the forest, and you're gonna hear a crinkle of a leaf, and you're gonna be like, "What was that?" And then when you turn around again, you're gonna be surrounded by vicious hobbits. That is like that is like saying that Squirtle and Bulbasaur both shit fire. They do not. Kim, I'm sorry, Becky. Becky, top ten poke. God, I'm still I'm still upset. Top ten poke <laughs> on the board. Just pick one. Five three. <laughs> Uh, how about number one? Number one, alright. It is said to appear in front of kindly people to scatter a glowing down called Joy Dust. Wow, that sounds like a drug. <laughs> that sounds like it can make people high. Um, and it might. Is that uh, Togetic? It is Togetic. Yay! I'm on a Six three, Becky. All right. Kim, top ten Pokemon on the board. Go for it. Two! All right. Just yell it, why don't you? Are you crying? No, this one is just... All right. Um... When spotted, this Pokemon escapes backward by furiously boring into the ground with its tail. Dunsparce. It is Dunsparce. I Good actually job. knew that. <laughs> All right, Kim, I'm going to give you that power up. Here you go. Take it. Because I think Don't that, make this weird. that Don't Pokedex touch me. Don't entry make this is like weird. actually almost the same in X and Y. 6-4. Kim, don't. don't No, I don't want your money. Put it away. Kim. Kim. You can't bribe Kim. your way through this competition. Stop it. Stop <laughs> it. 6-4. I'm, okay. I'm not. 6-4, okay? Three. Becky, choose. Three. Eight. Three. Said three. How did you get eight out of three? <laughs> because when you put two threes next to each other, it makes an eight. The scent of spices comes from around its neck, and somehow sniffing it makes you want to fight. I bet it's Hobbit. Kim, I'm gonna punch <laughs> you in the nose. You say Hobbit one more time. <laughs> um, scent of spices around its neck. Yeah, it's true. Um, is this bay leaf, maybe? It is bay leaf! Yes! Wow, look at you. I turned off the dinger because it got annoying. 7-3, <laughs> Becky, Kim. Top 10 Pokemon on the board. Three! All right, Copy number three. I opened this one up before and I randomly threw it in there, so I haven't had a chance. There we go. The quakes caused when it walks make even great mountains crumble and change the surrounding terrain. It's a pretty darn scary Pokemon. Big. Is it Tyranitar? It is Tyranitar. That was what I was going to guess. 7-5. I know. 7-5. Coming down to the wire. Not really. All right. (laughs) Top 10 Pokemon on the board, Becky. Go for it. Top 10 Pokemon. Name that Pokemon. Um... How about Name that Pokemon, top five. ten Pokemon. Five. Five. Name that Pokemon, top ten. Got it. It is always bursting with energy to make itself stronger. It keeps on fighting, even when it loses. Just like Kim. 
Um, gosh, I don't know. Uh, I mean, it's a fighting Pokemon, I'm guessing. I would go with water. No, grass. Yeah, grass sounds way better. If you no, say no, Hop-Ep, think... I'm going to punch you. If you say Hop-Ep, I'm going to punch you. I'm not going to say Hop-Ep. Hey, I think, hold on. I think Be- that's Becky, Kim Becky, shit. hold on. You, you think for a second. Kim, can you come here for a second? No, Kim? no. Kim, just come here. I'm just going to stay Kim. here with my buzzer. Kim, Kim, come here. No, I'm good. Here. No! Don't. You stop it. You stop it. No more Hop-Ep. I told you. What did I tell you? Hoppity, 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 hoppity. <laughs> you stop it. <laughs> Sorry, I'm sorry, everyone. I'm sorry. Was, I'm, I'm sorry. I got a little out of control. Hop up, killed my family. Let's just move on. I told you. I swear. <laughs> Becky, you have an answer. Uh, no, I'm trying to think. Still, you guys are distracting. Do you want? Uh, do you want me to hit you? Is that it? Do you feel left out? No. That, Let's that's, not go that's that okay. weird place. I'm, nope. I'm good. Oh, oh, are you? Do you want me to nope. hit you? No. Is that what you're into? No. no, just go back over there. Right. Pokemon, Josh. Focus on the Pokemon. Just, all right. Light, let's just, fun, let's happy Pokemon. Let's get this going, guys. Yeah, I'm working on it. Trying to think of Gen 2 fighting types. Five, uh, maybe it's four, a fairy type. Three. Two, I don't think it's a fairy one. type. One. <laughs> um, is it Answer. maybe Tyrogue? It is Tyrogue. Eight five, Kim. I was like, there's not really very many fighting type introduced in Gen 2. No, not really. I was like, uh, got like three choices. Name that Pokemon. Top ten Pokemon. You keep saying top ten Pokemon. Have we not gotten less than ten? Top ten Pokemon on the board. Okay, ten. Don't have a ten. Keep on going. Top ten Pokemon on the board. (laughs) Nine. Don't have nine. Keep on going. Top ten Pokemon. Wow. Name that Pokemon. Eight. Don't have an eight. Keep going. Name that Pokemon. I, I feel like you're lying to me. Okay, uh, seven. Top ten Pokemon on the board. Come on, top ten. Top ten Pokemon. Keep going. We might be down to six. Top ten. I'm kidding. We have seven. All right. <laughs> so, when Knew three or lying. more of these get together, they sing in a loud voice that sound like bellowing. Like bellowing? That doesn't sound pleasant. No, actually, that sounds awful. <laughs> I'll just go with the only one that I think that sings. Blossom? <laughs> it doesn't sing. It's not Blossom. <laughs> it's not Hoppip. Awesome. <laughs> I don't know what your obsession is. <laughs> All right, Becky. The curled hair on its head is proof of its status as a king. It's said that the longer and more curled the hair, the more respect this Pokemon earns from its peers. It does sound like Blossom. Just saying. No, the no, king of Pokemon. Uh, the, king. the king of Pokemon. All um, Pokemon. Curled hair. It should be a giveaway. I know. I mean, I feel like it should be, but I'm... And it's a king. And it's a king. Uh... I feel really stupid right now. People are going to listen to this podcast and be like, Oh my god, are you people retarded? Uh... <laughs> Well, we have been locked in here for quite some time. <laughs> and I, you know, I don't have an education. I don't have a real education. I'm a janitor. Um, you just insulted janitors. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I did. 
<laughs> Just name that Pokemon, guys. Let's not... I've already beaten up Kim, but he's made <laughs> fun of... a dark um, game. <laughs> yeah, so can we just... Johto was a dark time for Apparently. everyone. It's the best one, best generation, dark times. Becky, dark times. name that Pokemon. I know, I'm working on it. Um, curled hair? King of all Pokemon, so it's a king. Ah! Why is this so hard? It's not Hoppip. Not <laughs> Mewtwo. Come on. Name that Pokemon. Top 10 Pokemon. Like, I know. I'm working on it. Well, uh, I got no idea as far as singing goes, so I'm just going to guess a king Pokemon. Has it Slowking? It's not Slowking. Back to Kill. That's kind of what I was thinking. I'm like, who has curly hair? This one is. I think we curly hair king. This one's going to give it away. If Poliwag and Poliwhirl hear its echoing cry, they respond by gathering from far and wide. Oh. Well, now I feel like an idiot. If Poliwag and Poliwhirl hear its echoing cry, it's a king. Oh, wait. No. What? It's not Poliking, because that's not a real thing. It's not a real Pokemon. I am feeding you this. I know, but as I said, I'm not really good at Johto Pokemon. <laughs> so I'm trying to, like, remember actual Pokemon that exist. Josh? That are that are linked to Poliwag and Poliwhirl. Yeah, see, that's the thing. I'm having the problem with that part. Linking them. Well, um, Poliwrath was from Generation 1. This is totally yeah, not I fair. Know. But that's okay. <laughs> it's what, 8-5 right now? Shut up. <laughs> she's come back from that before. She has, but she's she not going to... she stole my last question. This, I'm, I'm spoon-feeding it to her. I know. Politoed? It is Politoed! Thank you! Jesus. 8-6, okay. okay. I just... <laughs> That was my green. second guess because I was and like, so "It's it got a curly hair." Right away, because I forgot its name and it visually didn't look the same. Well, he kept saying top "king," so I was board. thinking it was something with "king" in its name. Top top ten top ten Pokemon on the board. Becky's turn. Eight eight six top ten Pokemon. Uh, let's go with um. What do we got now? Less than six. Okay, so two. Two. Number two, top ten Pokemon. He has one curly hair. Politoed has one curly I hair. I know, Yes, right? and I said it's curly hair, implying that it had one. Oh, I well, guess technically hair, hair could also be plural. Yeah, his plural. Here comes an easy one, Becky. Are you ready? No, because now I'm going to feel dumb if I don't get it. <laughs> it has sharp, hard tusks and a rugged hide. Its tackle is strong enough to knock down a house. God damn it. Is this Donphan? It is Donphan. God damn it. Nine, six. Kim, top ten Pokemon. Top ten Pokemon. I'm just, it's all random. This is all random. Three. Number three? Are you sure you don't want number nine? We don't have, we don't have nine. nine. <laughs> just saying top ten Pokemon. We have five left. I've been keeping track because you're not. I, I can count this many now. <laughs> it attacks using blasts of fire. It creates heat shim- yeah, It creates heat shimmers with intense fire to hide itself. Well, there's not... I don't really think it's like probably one of the starters. Pokemon well, you got a couple guesses. I know, I'm just going to go through them. Cyndaquil? Not Cyndaquil. Cyndaquil, sorry. Cyndaquil? Becky. Yes. If its rage peaks, it becomes so hot that anything that touches it will instantly go up in flames. Uh, 
Top ten Pokemon name, not Pokemon. Is this Typhlosion, maybe? It is Typhlosion! Meaning that Becky walks away victorious this time. In name that... Go me. Go me. Pokemon! 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 (laughs) (laughs) All right, thank you guys so much, and now I'm going to put it on the record. Kim, you can go home. I can what? All right, this is Josh Max signing off. We'll see you next time, listeners. Bye. Bye, everybody. All right, and that will do for episode 108 of Connectivity. As always, you can send your listener mail to connectivity at nintendoworldreport.com. Be sure to rate and review us on iTunes, and follow all of us on Twitter. Go to nintendoworldreport.com, look for the Twitter sidebar on the right-hand side of the page, and you'll find all of our usernames there. We'll see you next week.